Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. And welcome back to the 11 o'clock hour. And, of course, this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030. Or you can always visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. So I just have a guess as we bring Jay Davis in, who's who's our popcorn guy on the show, <laughs> that Jay, speaking of Delta Dental, spends a lot of time flossing and brushing his teeth. Getting those little yeah, making sure. kernel yeah. covers out, yeah. of the, out of your teeth. Am I right, Jay? Every night, you got to floss. Yeah. Popcorn every night. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many times a week do you floss, Dan? Me? Yeah. I floss every day. Don't put day. your hand on the on the dump button. Okay. Oh, I floss. <laughs> Dan's hands are the size of uh, two basketballs. I, so it's I, uh, floss, <laughs> I floss every day. Do you really? Yes. Avery? I'm not going to ask you. Don't it doesn't worry. take me long. Because <laughs> no, I don't floss. There it is. Okay. All of, the, all of the teeth in front are plastic, so I can floss quicker than most people. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah little little, little sidewalk into teeth. I don't have any hair. I can't hear. <laughs> Jay, how are you this morning, my man? I'm good. So, based on what's going on this week, you guys just want to take a break for the next half hour? <laughs> yeah. No, go. You You know, we actually opened NBA today because we've been in the dredges of college basketball down here with a bubble team, a 2 and or a 3 and 21 team and I guess I guess we we have praised Indiana because they're actually doing the damn thing. Um, but I mean, you know, they're 16 and 7, aren't they? What are they? What are they doing? Oh no no no! Of uh, recently, they've 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 rolled off a bunch of quad one wins. That's all. That's all I'm getting. At. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're playing better now. And TJD looks like, you know, a top you know five six kind of player in college basketball right now. Yeah, he's a he's for sure a first team American. <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's what I'm getting at. They're seventeen and seven. They've moved up. I think they were like two and six in quad one a couple days ago. And now they're four and six, and so now yeah. they've they moved yeah. up a bit. Jay, I want to get uh, your I want to get your take on this. I said earlier. It it just warms my heart when one of these made for championship teams implode. What what's your position on those? I mean, anytime you do something like this, it's a, a crapshoot. You know, it it's just tough, more so because of the personalities. And anytime you put a championship team together, no matter the personnel, everybody has to have a singular focus, um, a singular mindset that yeah, you know, we're going for this championship. 
this team in Brooklyn, you know, once once Kyrie Irving was involved, that was never going to be the case. You know, it looked like it could be at times, you know, earlier this year. I think right before Kevin Durant got hurt, they had ran, ran off 18 out of 20. But I think that says more about Kevin Durant than it does Kyrie Irving. Even though after KD got hurt, he kind of kept them afloat. But, again, them staying afloat, I think, has more to do with with Jock Vaughn coaching than Kyrie. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've been hearing more stuff, you know, over the last, what, five or six hours since I've been awake, you know, that Kyrie, you know, KD in 2019 were looking at going to maybe going to Phoenix or going to the Knicks. And, you know, Kyrie Irving pushed him to go to Brooklyn. And, you know, maybe – maybe Kevin Durant's heart wasn't in being in Brooklyn this entire time. Obviously that doesn't show in his play, you know, because, you know, he goes out there and plays hard every night. That's one thing, you know, in this area of load management and, you know, you can say whatever you want to about KD's injury history in recent years. That's the only time he misses games is if he's hurt. He's not missing games because of minutes restrictions or, you know, not playing back to backs or anything like that. Good point. Good point. You know, I, I don't know this. This, this <coughs> excuse me, this whole this whole Brooklyn thing has been weird the entire time, and you know, I'm sure there's lots of people in that organization and the few, the handful of fans they have that are glad this is over. Tons of assets from the Suns to the Nets. Who's the better team, though, the Suns or the Mavs right now? Oh, it's Phoenix. You know, because well, the the Kyrie to Dallas thing is interesting too. I feel like that is kind of an overcorrection for letting Jalen Brunson go and seeing what he's turned it, turned into this year. Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. with the Knicks signed essentially a four-year, $110 million contract. Dallas could have had him for the same number of years and half the money last year, but they didn't They didn't do it. Um, you know, this also even goes back to Dirk Nowitzki because they're, they spent years, wasting years of his prime not getting him a second star. Um, I think after Steve Nash left, the only all-star he played with was Josh Howard, and that was in 2007. So, you know, the Dallas, the Dallas thing is overcorrection. And when you look at their roster now, they're kind of in the same position they were last season when they started off pretty slowly um, because it was Luka, Jalen Brunson was playing well, and they didn't have much else. They took off in the second half. Their defense got better all of a sudden, and they traded away their best wing defender, and, you know, a spark plug in Dinwoody. So now they're kind of back to the same spot they were last year when it was just, you know, those two guys and not much else because they don't have roster depth. They don't really have high-level defenders. There's a couple of young guys they have that are intriguing that should get more minutes now. But I, if, if I had to pick between – if I had to pick Dallas to either to the finals or lose in the first round, I'd pick them to lose in the first round just because of the way their roster is structured now. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, so. What do you think? I, I, Louie and I were talking earlier. I'm not going to hit the dump button. Don't worry. <laughs> Your like right on top of it. Quit bugging me, man. <laughs> I like it better when I'm not in the studio. <laughs> Hey, hey, Jay, how can you be friends with this guy for so long? Um, so what, he lives two states away. What, what do you see? What, what do you see? How do you see Kyrie playing out? Uh, what what does he get accomplished the rest of this year? Do you see him signing long term in Dallas? How, what do you think that that comes to? Well, you know, just based on his track record with the last couple of teams, well, with all three of his teams, 
I don't see how you can give him a long-term deal because of his reliability and availability will come into question at some point. The worst thing that could happen for Dallas is if he plays well, they do get to the West Finals, and they give him that four-year deal that they can give him in the offseason. If they if they sign him now or before the season's over, they can only sign him to a two-year match. But once the season's over, they can give him four years. That's the worst-case scenario, him playing well for the next few months and getting that max deal because his reliability is going to come into question at some point um, because it always has, you know, with every team he's been at. So I, I don't know what they're going to get out of He's going to produce because he's a great offensive talent. You know, he did really well last night. I didn't think they had a shot against the Clippers last night, but then I remember, you know, they were playing the Clippers. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 just going to be interesting. I'd, I'd be shocked if this, if if this long term turned out well for Dallas. Yeah, and and you just mentioned another one of those teams with with Paul George and and, and uh, Kawhi Leonard, another one of those teams that tried to put a, a championship roster together with free agents and guys coming in, and that that didn't work out too well either. I I still think even as good as Dallas has a chance to be now, even as good as the Phoenix Suns will be, I, I still like my Nuggets' chances if you give them home co- home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah, you know, that 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 continuity is, that continuity is going to matter. Um, but, you know, if – and you can't really take that series a couple seasons ago, you know, when the, when the Suns swept the Nuggets into consideration because they didn't have Porter Jr. They didn't have Jamal Murray. You know, Bruce Brown and KCP weren't on the roster, and I think they just ran Jokic ragged. You know, they put him in so many pick and rolls that, you know, they did. They just he just ran out of gas. So I, I'm if that's the Western Conference Finals, I'm all for it. You know, Phoenix-Denver in the West Finals would be absolutely thrilling television. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I got a cough. <laughs> well, now you hit the dump button there you go there you go there i have a go. cough button that i've oh. gotten good at using uh, his name's jay davis at jay davis underscore 1981 on twitter he joins us from cranes detroit um yeah i mean those the trades are, are super interesting i was asking dan yesterday even you know why is durant getting involved in you know the the ins and outs of the future of the nets when it was him that brought Kyrie to brooklyn and then I wake up at like quarter to five today, and he's not on the team anymore. So um, it's pretty interesting. You know, uh, the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell. I ask about this because he's a, he's a native to Louisville. Um, is he a, a guy that's going to stick there for a while? What do you think? I don't know. Um, I mean, he helps them. That trade is good for them because you know him and Malik Beasley help create more space, you know, on the offensive end than you know than what they had previously. Um, D'Angelo Russell's interesting. You know, he's uh, you know he's bounced around. This is his seventh or eighth year in the league, and I think this is his well, he, this is his second time with the Lakers, but he's been on four or five teams already. He's he's very talented. Um, I, I I don't know if he's going to stick. You know, I'm sure he. I don't think at this point in his career he's going to be asking for like you know max money. But I mean, he'll he'll help them. Malik Beasley will help them. Jared Vanderbilt's surprised there because he's a He's a long-ranging defender, you know, who can guard multiple positions, and that makes much more of a difference now that they might have to play Kevin Durant, you know, in the playoffs. I I want to switch gears just a second and talk about the the NFL. And I I asked Louie this. I've I've had a pretty busy week, so maybe I'm just not paying attention. But I I, I don't see this Super Bowl being as as hyped, I guess is the word, 
as as Super Bowls in the past. Is it is it Jay? Am I just missing something? No, and I think a big part of that is this deadline. You know, the Kyrie Irving trade happened Monday. You know, last week's off week for the NFL the teams. You know, they didn't get to Arizona until like, well, I think Kansas City got there like middle of last week. But you know, they they have this Super Bowl night Monday where they where all these good people do press conferences. But the Kyrie Irving trade happened Monday. Then you know the next day people are talking about well the next day is you know LeBron breaking breaking Kareem scoring record. Right. Then, you know, people are talking about, oh, is Kevin Durant going to leave? You know, what else are the Lakers going to do? All these trade moves be made. And the NBA has kind of just overshadowed, you know, the NFL this week. But the Super Bowl is still going to do a monster TV rating. All right. I, I had one more NBA question. I'm sorry. You're good. It's the, the thing that happened this week that's the biggest story in sports, and that's LeBron passing Kareem. Uh, Jay Davis is the ultimate list maker when it comes to basketball. Dan contends because he played against Kareem that Kareem is better than LeBron. I kid, but that's kind of where we landed. Uh, where, where, where do those two guys land for you in your all-time? Are, are either of them uh, – we did Mount Rushmore of President's Talk last week. Are either of those guys on your Mount Rushmore of basketball? Yeah, they both are. But this is the interesting thing, you know, and everybody – you know, people have their – the best player of all time is subjective. I think it's Michael Jordan. But in the terms of LeBron and Kareem – I think LeBron at this point is the most productive player of productive player ever. I think Bill Russell and Kareem are the most accomplished players ever, but I think Michael Jordan is the best basketball player I've ever seen. So, you know, it, it they don't have there doesn't have to be all of these absolutes there, you know, there's different ways to look at things, you know. LeBron's productivity will never be matched. You know, if he plays if he plays a couple more years, he's going to be the first and probably only guy to have 40,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists. And, you know, just saying that sounds insane. Um, but, you know, look at Kareem. Kareem probably won state titles every year in high school. He's three national championships at UCLA. You know, he wins, he wins sixth as a pro, even though, you know, his prime years were a little lean. You know, the Lakers were the Lakers were bad until Magic got drafted, you know, when, when Kareem got traded over there in 75 or 76. But <laughs> between the titles and the VPs and the national championships, you know, I think Kareem is a much more accomplished player than LeBron. Yeah, I like I like your list. I, I like how you went down each, each one of those guys. It could be argued, I, I think, that if you took LeBron's side – uh, Kareem probably had when he won his championships. He probably had a better supporting cast than than LeBron has had with any of these champion. Well, yeah, with any of these championship teams. I, I don't know. You know, well, I mean, Jay is you, very high on Dwayne part, Wade, like very, very high on Dwayne. No, Wade. that's that's part. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I like D Wade, but that's partly because you know he had Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson's probably you know top, you know the. Like, if I have Jordan, Kareem, Bill Russell, and LeBron as, you know, the top four ever, Magic's number five, you know, and, that, and you know, maybe Dwayne Wade's top 30, Chris Bosh might be top 100. But, you know, having Magic, you know, just makes a big difference. And then, you know, three years after they draft Magic, they, they get James Worthy, right. who's another, you know, Hall of Famer. Right. So, you know, just, uh, you know, just the draft and, you know, free agency and different things like that just played in the way that to those rosters were constructed. Yeah, and and they had Michael Cooper, who was a who was a lockdown defensive yep. guy on any other team's two guard, 
Uh, yeah, Bob it, McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. You know, I know he was kind of a cast off at that point, but yep. Bob, Bob McAdoo was on that '82 team, and you know, Byron Scott. You know, got there in '84, '85. Exactly. That was that was a one of the best teams of all time. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Can you tell your Pat Riley Kareem story again? Uh, sure. I, I think Jay would love it. Uh, so uh, we were talking about Kareem yesterday and playing against Kareem, and I, I read someplace, Jay, where I had to play against Kareem 62 times in my during my career <laughs> and saw that skyhook go over my head on many occasions. But we're playing in Denver one time, and you know I, I had a little bit of success against Kareem because I'd take him out on the floor. And so I caught the ball in front of the Laker bench, and, I, and Pat Riley's coaching the Lakers, and he's standing about <clears throat> five feet behind me, and I hear him yelling, don't go for the head fake. Don't go for the head fake. And so I give Kareem my best one. And Kareem jumps, and I dribble around, and I dunk on him. The next three times down the court, Kareem dunked on me. <laughs> and, and, and we're running back down the court after the third one, and I said, big fella, I understand the message. I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Oh, man. Jay, do you have any reaction to that? Do you get upset? You know, I don't know how many times you've watched Airplane, but do you get upset that your name's not mentioned as, like, Bob Lanier? (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually, in uh, Anchorman 2... I got my name mentioned in a movie, so that that's good enough for me, Jay. Laker man, too, on a Thursday. How about that? Uh, we were talking about incredible streaks uh, recently, Jay. Jay Davis with us in his usual spot here on Thursday. Honest Lynn Louie taking you up until noon here on ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V after us. And, of course, first replay at 3 o'clock. Uh, all local programming live 7 to 6 every day here on ESPN 680-1057. Um, this Kentucky team is at risk of snapping an incredible streak, Jay, which is that every four-year span since the NCAA tournament was started, Kentucky has had at least one tournament win. So not appearance, but a tournament win. They haven't won a tournament game since 2019. And so this year is that year that they have to make it to to keep that streak going. Another one happened last night that I thought was remarkable. The UConn women's team. Lost yes. back-to-back games mm-hmm. for the first time, for the first time in, in 30, 30 years. years. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I, Dan, I, I don't know if you can think of another streak like that, but that's no. that is remarkable. Yeah, for sure. What uh, is uh, it, it? I think Don Staley has kind of taken over the number one Man. spot, hasn't she? Man. Yeah, she. I just read that she's getting a statue in at South Carolina now. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. Is that real? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. We do a lot of statue jokes around here, so I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> you know, she, I mean, she won a couple titles, and you know, she's just been great. Uh, so yeah, she's actually um, won her league and won a championship, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke for the local guy. Local guy. Yeah. No. So she's incredible with with, with Kentucky. So I was going to ask about that, you know, because we had a a similar, you know, we have a similar streak at Michigan State with of making, uh, the tournament. making the tournament, right. making the tournament, and they count, you know, a couple years ago we were in a play-in against UCLA, and that, you know, that counts as a tournament appearance. So if if Kentucky plays in Dayton and they beat, you know, whatever, whatever other 11th they play, does that, you know, that counts. So yes. when you're, when you're playing game and, and that streak's intact. 
Uh, it seems like it's just wide, wide open. Purdue goes into Indiana this past week and, and gets beat. Uh, I, I don't know who Houston is playing. Um, I, I Houston don't has 23 wins, and 10 of them are quad four. Wow. So I, I mean, it, so like, it, if you look at Alabama, they have 21 wins, two quad four. So I do I mean, know who they're playing. They're not playing They're not playing anybody. That's exactly right. So, uh, they're, they're, in a, they're in a bad league. Okay. All right. Um, they got a good team. Uh, let's be clear. They got a good team. Calvin Sampson can coach his ass off. You know, but they were in that they're same a bad league, league last year and got to the. They were in the same league last year and got to the final four. You know, and you know it's a crapshoot once the tournament starts. But yeah, right right now, uh, Houston's number one in net rating. If you guys pay attention to that, um, and they're undefeated on the road, so that you know you yeah, you got to take that into consideration. They if they're in a bad league, but they're 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 killing the teams in that bad league. So that that has to account for something. But you're right, you know. It is wide open this year. I, I, got, I mean, I keep saying I don't know who's going to win a national championship, and I know that's a little bit disrespectful to Purdue, but I just right now, even though Zach Eady's clearly running away with the National Player of the Year award, and there, <clears throat> the first time Michigan State played them in East Lansing, you know, it was a close game at the end, and their out of bounds play, well, out of a timeout play, was always get the, you know, get the ball to the guard on the wing. You know, Zach Eady's single cover, just get it to him and he'll get a bucket, and it worked every time. So if they're in close games, they have a go-to play, um, and there's not going to be any team that has anybody that can match up with him as far as his size. So, But I just I just can't see Purdue winning the whole thing. And every You know, the bracket projections are coming out, and I look at them, and I, I, I don't think I've picked Purdue to get to the Final Four in, in mm. more than, like, two or three of them. Like, mm. one I'm looking at right now has – you know they're in a in a, in a regional where UCLA is the two, Iowa State's the three, Xavier's the four, Kentucky's the ten. So I, I'm probably still picking in the Elite Eight. I would probably still pick UCLA or Kentucky to be Purdue just because from watching Purdue, you know, for the better part of the last 25 years, I just have no reason to believe that they're going to get to the Final Four. Yeah, and and you know you don't know what how strong how strong these leagues are either. I guess Arizona, and I guess it's because it's out west. But Arizona, I think, has a really good team. They don't get they talked. Don't get to, they don't get talked about a, a lot. You don't know what the competition. I remember a couple of years ago, Jay, uh, the Big Ten had like seven teams. In, in the conference, in the uh, tournament, and I don't think any of them got to the final eight. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's, it's it's style of play. You know, that's why I think I said before, if I had to pick right now, just from watching, you know, whatever the amount of college basketball that I watched, if I had to pick a league to produce the national champion, I'd pick the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that one hundred percent. Tommy Lloyd at Arizona is fifty four and seven to start his uh, head coaching career. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like Kenny Payne if you flip-flop him. I was going to ask, will it take 61 games for Kenny to get the seven wins? Uh, that's the discussion here on Isla and Louie, taking you up until noon. We're hanging out with Jay Davis in his usual spot um, for uh, with us on Thursdays. All right, so our culture item later on today, Jay, I'd love to get your, impa- uh, your input on these, is, is a, a sci-fi concept of, of essentially self-building buildings. Is Jay Davis the exploring type? Would you... At some point, live in a colony on Mars with your family, or on on the moon, or something like that. Or are you pretty okay in suburban Detroit? 
I am pretty okay as a bourbon. Jay, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be pretty okay in downtown Detroit as opposed to that. There are parts of downtown Detroit that are more sparsely populated than the moon. Actually. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, like what you know, where, where are you getting your like? I don't think Instacart delivers to the moon. So Instacart. To- <laughs> That's great. Oh, wait, okay. I want to have that discussion. So, are you? Do you all go to the? Uh, grocery store, Dan, or do you have someone deliver your groceries to your house? Well, we go to the grocery store. Now, when during COVID, okay. the first year of COVID or something. Before, you know, the, before you got everybody was sure. scared, When everybody yeah. thought we were all going to die. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we did it where you called in. And then the, you know you drove down there and they came out and put, put it in the back of your car the, the tr- yeah. in the trunk. That's, but that's what that's what we do. We've been doing it for you know, like you said, a few years now. Okay. Um, it's just you know we got three little kids and like usually we grocery shop on Thursday, and you know later in the day when we're both done with work, they have the girls have swim lessons, so it just makes it easy to go straight from the swim lesson to pick up the groceries. You know, you're you're saving like an hour a week in the grocery store by doing that. Yep. You know, just having that extra time to do more do other things the, the only thing i don't like about it is you can't put brand names like i like french's mustard i don't like kroger's mustard i don't like anybody else's mustard but if you just you can't say put french's mustard in my bag it was a hundred percent chance he went to mustard there right avery i mean there was no chance he was going to mention anything else yeah oh yeah it had to be mustard. So I, like to, so I like to go in there, Jay. Of course, you know I don't have any. I don't have any little kids anymore. I don't have to worry about swim lessons. But I like to go in and get my French's mustard. I love grocery shopping. Really, I love it. I want to pick out my steaks. I want to pick out my produce. Yeah, no, I, I want to do it myself. Got it. And I have figured out my route in the grocery store. It takes me about twenty-eight minutes in and out to buy all the food for a week. I know exactly what I want. Um. Yeah, but I look. Do I understand Instacart? Do I use the you know put it in, you know put uh put items in the trunk at a, a Target or something? Well, yeah, sure, absolutely. Sure, yeah, sure. No, no, All right, Jay. Before you go, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh the Eagles. You know, it, it feels like this might be a replay of that uh, Kansas City Tampa Bay Super Bowl, just based mm-hmm. on how productive the Eagles' defensive line has been this year. I think their defense has. 70 sacks this season and 60 of them were from the defensive line. And if you remember, that was the problem in that Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yep. But it's, it's still it's still hard for me to bet against Pat Mahomes. But just, you know, it's, this isn't basketball. You know, you have to, you know, be in lockstep and have other people watch your back. So I just, I just I, I'm picking Philly. If Andy Reid wins it, where does he land in the all-time pantheon of coaches? Um, I mean, he, he I mean, obviously he moves up, but it's still like Bilicek and – Bill Walsh and you know Landry, Chuck Noll, you know those, those are the guys that I would still put above him. He, I mean, he he would move like firmly in that. I think he'd be above Mike Shanahan. You know, Mike Shanahan went back mm. to back, but I think Andy Reid's you know done it better for longer than Mike Shanahan did. Well, there you go. No argument from Dan, apparently. All right, I thought Dan would explode on that one. (laughs) He's Jay Davis, at jdavis underscore 1981, asking, are you a coupon guy on the text line? Of course, I'm a coupon guy. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Jay. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jay. All right, thanks, guys. Am I a coupon guy? How how much, and I've said this before, how how much time do you have to dedicate? (laughs) Now, he's not a sports writer, right? He's a business writer. Yeah. 
How much time do you have to? I mean, he uses this as therapy. Like this is his like sports outlet. He gets to just spew all the knowledge. He lives with four women. You know, this is like his chance to just get it, you but, know, just get out. But it's not just now, Louie. He knew when Byron Scott went to the Lakers. Good grief. Yeah, it's Jay Davis, yeah. He's good. Do you know what? He's the guy, He's good. if you're at the bar and there's a sports trivia competition. That's who you want on like, your Jay, side. Get over here. Get yeah. over here. Yeah. Get over here. We're, we're making a team. Get over yeah. here. <laughs> yep. Yep. Plus, he drinks cheap beer. So it's like, it's not like, you know, like, hey, come on over here. I got the beer. And it's like 15 bucks a whole night. You're good. Hey, Joe, did you hear what Greenberg just said? <laughs> I hope like eight people got that. Oh, man. Second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. DeltaDentalKY.com. Uh, plans for you, for your family, for your employees, a nationwide network of dentists. And, of course, they offer those vision plans through VSP with Delta Vision as well. If you are a dentist, check out the Dentist tab at the top to expand your practice. All of that available online, DeltaDentalKY.com. On the other end, we'll talk about living on Mars and I have, a, I have a legitimate existential question for Dan. We'll do yeah. it next year on 680-1057. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on a Thursday. Issel and Louie taking you up until noon. Bobby V will have you after that first replay at 3 o'clock. They'll take you up till 6. And, of course, it is a wing zone Thursday around here, dropping off food here. Uh, and thanks to Adam and his team for doing that. They do have that new location, Dixie Highway, right in front of Holy Cross High School. Remember, on Sunday, go ahead and order those, uh, place those orders early for your, uh, for your, your watch party for the big game. The big game. With the, the Philly and the, and the Kansas City. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Who? Rih- Order Rihanna? online, wingzone.com. Rihanna, did I get that right? Tons Rihanna? of deals on the website right now. Three area locations. We mentioned the Dixie Highway location now open in front of Holy Cross High School for all of our friends in the South End. Hikes Point, and then the one that used, we used to live by, Pablo Oval Road. Yeah. And if you can't get to Wing Zone or if you're hanging out with us tomorrow, what should people eat, Dan? At Bearnose Pizza. There you go. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, 14 area locations. Of course, uh, Bear Nose will be here tomorrow afternoon. Uh, uh, last, there seemed to be a little problem oh boy. last Friday, because as I was leaving the studio, I was listening to Fast Break Friday, and they were complaining that oh, Baker oh, oh. Baker didn't get here with the pizza. Okay. I, what I have, happened there? There's layers of this, by the way. Okay. And All if, right. Are we going to fight with the show after us? Are we doing that? Oh, no. You don't want to do that? Well, because I got a, I got a problem with Paul Rogers. You do? I do. With Paul, Paul's a legend. You can't have a problem with a legend. I've had problems with you. Paul gets on this air. Yes, and he says, "Man, the pizza's not here yet. I'm used to eating pizza before I go on air on Fridays. I get here early so I can have some pizza." Yeah, reasonable take. Right. I hear him. Pizza gets here. I bring him a plate of pizza. Oh, this wasn't the pizza I wanted. You're kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know we had a diva in the studio. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry that oh, I, I didn't brought know you Paul the wrong went, pizza. I didn't know when a Paul went like that. Oh, he went after me, man. Oh, really? Oh, I, I, got, I thought Paul was kind of a humble, uh, unassuming man. Now, he and I agreed on one thing. What's that? Shoot that Chinese balloon down. Bob yeah. was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Paul was like, take it out. I was like, let's go with Paul. And then he dogs me on the pizza. I thought we were friends. Well, that's I, not, I had no idea. 
That's not right. Go visit our friends on Taylorsville that, Road, across from Bowman Field. Uh, go get your bear nose, and we'll have, uh, of course, we'll have bear nose in tomorrow for, for lunch as well. Yeah, and uh, ask Rob if, if you want to try it. I'm sure Rob still has my jar of French's mustard. Heart-shaped pizzas now, medium-sized, through Valentine's Day. You can order those. Uh, as I don't know if I could put mustard on a heart-shaped pizza. I disagree. I think you could. Could you? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I thought Paul and I were good. It's, it was stunning. Uh, that, I mean, it was a stunning moment. Yeah, exactly. It was I'm, stunning. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I was like, here's some pepperoni I'm, pizza. I'm and he's shocked. like, that, I, I, that I wanted the other a, one. Uh, and why did Bob not want to shoot the balloon down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I said yesterday, you better pay attention, young lady, or your kids will be speaking Chinese. I'm telling you that right now. Right now. If it makes you feel any better, Louisiana actually set a few rules for the family-friendly parades for Mardi Gras, saying that you can't fly anything, otherwise, like, local police are going to take it down. <laughs> I'm not worried about local police, but uh, but China scares the heck out of me. Cajun police just shooting at stuff. <laughs> I love it. They did make a few arrests for the first weekend of parades. Nothing for flying that I know of. Okay, all right. Have you ever been to Mardi Gras? Uh, not not a not a real one. No. What do you mean not a real one? I've been to like fake like school function, you know, oh, Mardi Gras and well, stuff, that or count. you know, just gotten drunk on a Tuesday. But no, I've never been to the one in New Orleans or in Brazil or something. Do you? Would you like to? Is that on your bucket list? The Risen Star is. So the I would horse go. Race. It's always during Mardi Gras. Okay. So I would go to that as part of being down there for Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's yeah. It. That's that's like when when a Louisville football game comes on. I tell Sherry, man, I wish I was there. So I could walk across the street to Churchill. Churchill. Right. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So you would have shot that balloon down where? Like Idaho? I would have shot it down the minute I knew it was up there. Hmm. Now, are we going to get into this discussion? Of course. I, I'm seriously. I, this, of course. This scares well, you don't me. Well, like, you don't like the sci-fi thing I have on the show sheet. No. So no, let's, let's yeah. talk China balloon. Let's go. Okay. No. Uh, it, no, seriously. We owe them trillions and trillions of dollars. They steal all of our intellectual properties. They are shipping fentanyl across the southern border, killing thousands of our people, hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands. And and they send a spy balloon over our country, and we're going to let it get off the, the East Coast before we shoot it down? Please, what are you guys doing? I'm telling you, we we talked about this during the break. It's just it's same lay with Russia and Ukraine. And, you know, people say, well, what do we care? It's way over on the other side of the. They're just pushing the envelope. They push the envelope a little further. If they get away with something, then they push it a little further. No, that 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 kind of stuff scares me to death. Not for me. I mean, I'll be dead pretty soon. What do, what do I care what China's doing? But, you know, for my family and friends that go after me, I really am. I'm scared of the situation that, that China has put itself in with us. It's interesting because historically China has not been imperialistic. They have their, literally, like the, the word China means homeland. Well, what was it means it, homeland. Did, weren't they, uh, I mean, they were basically a hermit country and, until was it richard nixon who was the first president to go to china he for, was the first one to visit and for a hundred go, go to the forbidden city uh, yeah, 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 right. yeah 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 um, so no it, they've been largely um 
they've been largely insular for a very, very long time. But it was in the 20th century that they started to look elsewhere because they look. I mean, if you if you have a country like China where there's a controlling party and you and I, by the way, I, I think this is something that always comes up on the text line. And I want to be really clear. You and I take umbrage with the Communist Chinese Party, not the average person walking down the street in Sichuan or Guangzhou or something. No, like that. right. It's, you feel sorry for those people, sure. Right, and so, but once in a while we get like, why? Why are you against Chinese? It's not that. It's it's the the, the Communist Party that you know, uh, the ruling dictator at this point. Frankly, was she that you know that he is um, president for life essentially. Uh, I don't understand the balloon thing either. It's fascinating to me. Apparently, this has been going on for a while. Like, there were three or four of them during the Trump administration, and they simply didn't know see, what to do. Now, see, there you go. You're drinking, and, the, you're drinking the Kool-Aid from the media. <laughs> nobody, nobody has been able to document that that really happened. Oh, okay. That right. was something that came out of, what's her name? Well, I never assumed. Okay, fine. I always assume if something happens, it's happened before. Okay. All I don't, right. I don't that, assume the first right. time we that, see things. Yeah. Like, if you catch your kid drinking... Yeah. He's like, Dad, this is my first time. He's lying to you. He's just lying to you. <laughs> oh, my kids never drink. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's because I never call You never call them, right? You're on the road. <laughs> Sherry's like, stop drinking, Scott. Cut it out. Um, but, the, uh, but no, but I mean, I, I just assume when, when we actually talk about something, when we admit something's going on, because remember, it had to come out through local Montana news that there was something floating over Montana for this to even make the news. Yeah. The federal government was never going to tell you about it. That's why I think it's absolutely possible. Okay. All right. That's that, why. That, that I'll buy. That I'll, I'll, that I'll go And I trust the that. government about as far as I can throw you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. <laughs> this is uh, The Sounds of Politics with Issel and Louie. Um, Mitch Barnhart, our next guest, um, will talk about the ills of alcohol and why we should return to prohibition. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? We, we're like, Mitch, will you come out? No, no, no. We're going to talk prohibition. He's like, ooh, prohibition? Count me in. I'm in. These bourbon people. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, man. I did. We kind of glossed over it. But UConn not having lost back-to-back games yes. in 30 years is unbelievable. 30 years. That's amazing. Unbelievable. And, and you know, they do, I mean... It's like Cal saying we were missing two starters for the uh, South Carolina game. They have had a ton of injuries. Sure. I mean, uh, Paige Beckers is probably the best player. I mean, South Carolina fans would tell you it's Ms. Boston, uh, that the, the girl that they have who will be uh, – she'll be college player of the year in women's basketball. But if but, it's 1A, 1B, I mean – Yeah, but Paige is – I mean, she's phenomenal. And she hasn't played all year, and they've got a couple of other starters that – that haven't played so uh but you know it's uh, the the it's shifted you said you say this all the time uh nothing lasts forever so people assume uh, things won't go away gino retires we'll see where uconn basketball uh women's basketball goes but that is that is an amazing stat the stat is more impressive than any is this going away talk it's it's just 30 years is unbelievable i mean that's Frankly, I cannot wrap my head around it. It's that good. Where are you on the Super Bowl today? Me? Yes. Out Philly. Okay. Philly. I, I've said this before. I I'm, I hope Kansas City wins. Right. But I, I agree with Jay. Uh, you know, I, I saw what their defensive line did to San Francisco. Uh, their offensive line is phenomenal. 
I mean, when you think about this, there are 30 teams, 32 teams? 32. 32 in the, in the NFL. And they have three of the five Pro Bowl guys on their team. Uh, well, I guess it's not 32. That would be in there in the NF, uh, NFC. So 16. But they've got three offensive linemen in the Pro Bowl uh, out of 16 teams. It's just, you know, and, and Hertz is – Hertz has had a phenomenal year, and now I just I, I don't see how Kansas City beats them. Can I make a request? Sure, and I'm not sure you can you can do it, but I'm going to make a request, Louie, For you, if it's hum, if if I can if I can do it, I'll do it. You're an AFC guy because of a guy you went to high school with, right? And and the the two my two favorite teams are in the AFC, so yeah. Can we get Kenny Anderson on the show tomorrow to preview the Super Bowl? Sure. I mean, I'll try. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Okay. Get the Batavia Band back together. I can do it. BBB. Batavia Band back. Let's I go. I can do it. All right. A Bulldogs. BBB. <laughs> Batavia Bulldogs. See, I like that. Band back. Are they still the the Bulldogs as far yes. as I know? I like yes. That. I like that. I talked to uh, a, a former coach, the guy that coached between my coach and the coach now. Uh, talked to him. Yesterday, oh wow! He said the Bulldogs are five hundred. <laughs> he oh. said, but they are nobody wants to play them. Mm. Said they are <laughs> one of those teams that you get to the end of the year, they're so much better than they were, and so. Well, yeah. Batavia High School basketball talk Batavia, on a Thursday. How about Batavia that? Batavia Bulldogs. B a t a v i a. Now it's not just that you were, you went to the same school. You were neighbors, right? Our backyards butted up against each That's other. That's unbelievable. Mm. Yep. I mean, Craig Sager was there at the same time. Craig Sager. And, and then... They, they were talking about... Uh, Diener and Blank were talking about uh, counterfeit Oh, yeah, money, yeah. And <laughs> it made me think of the story about uh, Sager and my brother. But... Uh, and... Um, Byron Von Hoff was at your... And, and Bruce's brother, both... Uh, Byron Von Hoff was in my class. Okay. And it was hysterical. We'd play baseball, a seven-inning game, and I couldn't play baseball to save my life. You are not built for baseball. I was the first baseman, and couldn't, you are built for first base. Could, and couldn't <laughs> couldn't hit. But yeah. we'd have we'd have baseball, and at that time there were eighteen major league baseball teams. Okay, eighteen. Yeah, we'd have a game, and there'd be sixteen of the eighteen major league baseball teams would be represented with scouts and. Uh, you know, sitting with the pads behind there, and Byron would would strike out nineteen of twenty one batters, and we'd either win one nothing or lose one nothing because that was the, that was the rest of our team. Uh, his brother, uh, also, isn't this this is wild? By the way, you have to understand, Avery. I don't. I want people like to understand the full reference here. So you've got Dan seventy five hundred people. Okay. Batavia at that time seventy five hundred. Von Hoff was the twenty first overall pick in the major league draft. Okay. Early in the second round, Correct. he went to the Mets, I yes, believe. Yes, he did. Okay. God, the brain on this guy. Yep. You talk about Jay's brain, dude. You're doing okay. It's that fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> My mother would be happy. Um, uh, Kenny Anderson plays for the Bengals. He's the offensive most valuable player, or excuse me, just the most valuable player in the league in 81. He is the man of the year in 75. He's first-team All-Pro. He makes four Pro Bowls. And all those guys are just and Craig Sager, they're all just at the same school at the same time. Yeah. In a tiny town. And here and you can also add there was a girl okay. by the name of uh 
Mylene, no, Sharon Moran. It was her last name was Moran. It was either no, I think it was Sharon Moran, who was on the LPGA tour at the time. She's a pig. <laughs> what was the golf situation in Batavia? Was there one course? Oh, we didn't have a course. You had to go to Aurora to play golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy, Scott Titus. People can look him up. We three him. three stoplights in the city. Three stoplights uh, it's in, the, in the whole town. It's remarkable. Uh, I had a buddy, Scott Titus. We played hockey together. And he decided to play juniors in Detroit. But his parents made him continue to live in Grand Rapids. So he would drive four hours a day. No way. Two hours two each way. way. Two each way? To play for CompuWare, you know. Oh. Wow. And I, it was an option for me, and my dad was like, yeah, no. <laughs> nope, not doing <laughs> no, that. Nope. No. That's, I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what a miserable that, way to grow That's up. too much of a, 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 of a dedication. <laughs> my dad would have sent me to live on someone's couch, which he did when I was in Ontario. But, um, you know, it's a, <laughs> not in Detroit, at least. But, yeah, so yeah. Kenny, Kenny made me an AFC fan, and I've. And of course, I went to Denver, and uh, right. and the Broncos have have been pretty good for most of the time. Uh, and so, no, I'm an I'm an AFC guy. In Denver, is are the Broncos as popular as the other three teams put together? Uh, yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. more. Yeah, because if if you were if you and I were yeah. in Denver right now doing this radio show, we wouldn't obviously be talking about college basketball because nobody no in chance. Denver knows college basketball exists. We wouldn't be playing about Super Bowl. We'd be talking. Sean Payton. We'd be talking about Sean Payton and the staff that he was putting together. That our our two hour show today would have been about that. You hear that, Sweezy? You need to move to Colorado. <laughs> be done with this college basketball stuff. Just talk NFL front office stuff all day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it you know unless unless the the Nuggets are doing really well, um, th- then and you I'm know, sure they, when when the Avalanche made the run exactly and during and the summer you have to talk in. Rockies because there's nothing but, else. But but I'm going to tell you this: ooh, ooh. a show like ours, yeah, in in the middle of the summer. Oh, you're talking Broncos. Ha- half the half the show would be about. And the once Broncos. a week we're at we're at training camp. Oh yeah, live show yeah. training. Camp. No, uh, radio stations have of uh, uh, RVs yes. that they go and park next to the field and do <laughs> go, and do the whole days the whole days shows. Thirty that came up quick. <laughs> All right, I'm going to Buckler Farm. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about those uh, get those, some chickens. Th- I was to talk to those pigs who are humanely <laughs> who humanely killed. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. 15. Hurry up. This is Issel and Louie, ESPN 680, 105.7. Have a great day, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.